Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for December 21st through 23rd because we did not have any episodes on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. And just a heads up, we're not going to have one on January 1st mm-hmm. because same reason for Christmas Day sports. Yeah, but don't they know I'd rather watch GH than sports? I know, but apparently because everyone else is home from work and all that fun stuff. <sighs> That's annoying. So we do have a few announcements this week. First, do you want to share why we didn't do the... Oh, we didn't do the thingamajig Christmas because we realized that would probably run us into copyright issues and we don't feel like being sued. Yep. But if there ever is a way to get around it, we will definitely publish that maybe next year for Christmas or something. Yeah. She was so excited to read it. Well, in the version that you had, the original release yeah. did not have anything in it right. regarding recording and stuff. It was just a regular copyright, which I don't know what that covered back then. Shannon's clothes are done. They're not mine. They're the kids. The kids are actually doing their laundry right now. Oh, so that's yay. Nice. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. So I don't know what, what the difference between copyrights back then and now is, but the newer version that they released under a different name specifically said no video Well, we recording. didn't have... So, right, this technology Exactly. So, so they didn't know to say. Right. We may have been okay, but I didn't feel like chancing it. Madeline doesn't need a record before she's nine. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a good call. <laughs> so, yeah, so we didn't release. And it was really cute, though. She it was a, really cute. She did a great job. Thank you. And then on Wednesday, we did our watch party of a California Christmas. It was so good. That was such a cute movie. And we're going to do a Poor Charles 411 reviewing it on Thursday. So if you haven't had a chance to watch it yet, make sure to get it done by Thursday because we're not going to give away everything, but there might be some things that we talk about that obviously, if you can't decide if you want to watch it or not, just know that he has his shirt off through like at least half of that movie. So right there is your motivation. (laughs) There you go. Take an hour and a half just for you and watch it. Because it was. It was only about an hour and a half, right? Yeah. No, it was really good. I was impressed. Yeah. But, so yeah, we have a shorter week this week. And we have the, I didn't do the bullet points. So you're just going to have to give the okay. background. Because I had to rewatch Monday and Tuesday this morning. Because I'm not complaining. My husband actually tidied up the game room. And I'm not saying actually like he never does. But he tidied up the game room. And he does know that typically I either use my rocket book or I type out my notes. Yeah. So, of course, there was a random sheet of, like, yellow scratch paper. Mm. Yeah. And the rest is history. <laughs> but we did actually just find it after I got done watching. Of course. But still. But of course still. you did. So I just rewatched them both real quick in the morning, and now I have more notes. Because, yeah. Yep. So, you want to get started? Sure. Pull out our topic. Yeah, open your paper. Anna and Finn. Well, that happened on Wednesday at the very end. Yeah, exactly. I'm just going to go fast forward through the week. Although I don't feel like you're going to lose anything by saying what happened. Yeah, it was a very self-contained, didn't affect anyone else, was just them type of action. That's one thing I did want to say is it seemed like almost every scene Mm -hmm. was its own. Yes. And even when people crossed with another character, they didn't It was a whole different storyline. Right. There was only one or two that kind of flowed with others. Yes. Okay, yes. Anna and Finn. So Anna and Finn, 
Finn finally told Anna the whole backstory with his stepmom and why he had cut ties with his family. And she asked the obvious question of, well, didn't you ever ask if maybe Chase was yours? And he said he did ask, but she said, no, the timing didn't line up, which is so ridiculous. What a man to totally take her at her word and walk He's away. He's a doctor, though. He should be able to... I mean, Although, I feel like infectious disease. And he said that's his dad because he saw them together and they look so happy. So maybe he just doesn't want to question it more because he doesn't want to ruin that, which makes sense. And that was the end of Tuesday, not Wednesday. It was just the end of the last one that I just watched this morning. Oh, yeah. Yep. You're right. So see, I'm not too far. Since we only had three days, I'm not too far ahead. Exactly. But yeah, I think that she handled it well. I, I would have been a little more unhappy than she was. Well, but he was a freshman first-year resident, mm-hmm. so he was very young. Right. What, what is she going to do? It happened before they were even in each other's orbits. You know, it didn't, like I'm, she said, he's punished himself enough. Yeah. No, I'm not saying it would change their relationship as far as what happened. It's nobody's, I don't know, like the, the sentence isn't going to make sense, but it does in a ways. It's nobody's business what you did back then as far as it should affect the relationship now, but being open and honest about it matters. And since he was estranged from his family, this explanation, I feel like, should have come out way before now. Because he always let it stand with, yeah, I was mad that he moved on so quick. But that had nothing to do with it, really. So I would have wanted the explanation for that reason. Not like, oh, we're going to break up now because you hooked up with your stepmom. Right. That has nothing to do with anything. Although I did not agree when she said, there's no reason that you can't have a proper relationship with your dad, given the past. Right. Um... Yeah, I'm pretty sure your dad is going to not be happy yeah. if you tell him, unless she's implying, don't tell him, let that's, things stay. That's and... what I would think. Don't tell him. Um, they're getting divorced anyway, but it has nothing to do with Finn. Exactly. It's not like he's breaking up their relationship or thoughts of him have kept her from fully committing to the marriage or whatever. Right. They live two totally different lives, it sounds like. Him and his work and her and her work. Things just didn't work out. Yep. So, if I was Finn, I'd keep my mouth shut. Maxie and Peter. Okay, so Maxie and Peter struggled over, should they open up the envelope to reveal the gender of their baby? And I feel like that was a struggle. She was like, I happen to have it in this envelope if you'd like to open it. Right. So I'm really surprised that Maxie did not have a gender reveal party. That's what I thought. Because especially right now with deception, could really use some good press. Mm -hmm. And so they totally could have done it on, you know, their Instagram or social media accounts. Hey, our whatever she is now is having a baby. Let's show how to have a gender reveal party because you can also do that while socially distancing and everything right. safely. And I thought it would have been good to yeah. do it that way and to see their the excitement of their faces and everything, but we didn't. And maybe she felt like she didn't need to do that for a third baby. Yeah. True. So they're having a girl. Yes. Then they went in and they saw Anna and Valentine, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. But they shared the news. And I love that she gave Anna the envelope. Yes. And said, here, open it. And Anna had the chance to say, they're having a girl. Yes. Valentine called Peter out when they were privately alone. First of all, Valentine and just talking about being a girl dad is (laughs) the cutest. Yes. Yes. And he's like, you're going to love being a girl dad. Right. But he's like, I couldn't help but notice that you were relieved. Mm -hmm. But now he doesn't, because he doesn't want to have a son that could wind up like Faison. But now he could wind up having a daughter that follows in Alex's yeah. steps. So, But he doesn't need to know that. That's another thing I don't think we're going to reveal for a while. 
I don't think so either. And I, I don't know how that could possibly come out. I don't know that much about rheumatoid arthritis to know. I thought that was more of an aged. I thought so too. I don't know if that, like if children can have it. I think much they less can. infants. I okay. think they can. But I don't know. I would imagine that they could. I just don't know that. So I'm just wondering, is that going to be like the baby's born with arthritis? And he's going to be like, wait, Anna, you didn't tell me. Well, and that was the other thing that Finn said to Anna. He's like, I've been watching you struggle with, should I tell Peter about his maternity? Yes, juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. Okay. So that could be how it comes out. Kids can have many different types of arthritis, but this is the most common. Huh. Oh, okay. Cool. You learn something new every you day. Do. You do. And if you already knew that, I knew you could get it, not rheumatoid arthritis, but you could get arthritis from having Lyme disease, because that's one of the issues of watching for Madeline. Okay. Lyme. But I didn't know. Whatever. So, what's now you do. Now we're so smart. Yeah. We can say we're not infectious disease doctors. I don't think arthritis <laughs> auto, is infectious. Autoimmune disorder <laughs> doctors. That's what okay. we are. Alright. Your pick. <laughs> That's really all that I have for Yeah, it wasn't here. that. No, but it's it was a blip. that they had a Wiley. He was so cute. He was. He was so cute. And he had his first like That was his line. first line. Yep. So cute. He said hi, Uncle Lucas. And I forgot to ask mom which boy that was. Oh I should yeah. have. But it was so cute. So cute. That's all there is to say about it. It was just, I liked the interaction. Michael was talking about, there's your ornament, and it'll be on the tree forever. And they were talking about Christmas. I don't I mean, he didn't really do anything, except for it was nice to Lucas he was had around. He yeah. he said. And I forgot to put it on its own separate. So Michael actually invited Lucas over and asked him to please come back into Wiley's life that he understands and respects. So first of all, this is the first time that we actually have a reason as to why Lucas was not around. Right. Is because he wanted to give them space. He wanted to. Which makes sense. But it's about time Absolutely. that Michael said, hey, come back in. And I'm really glad to see that Lucas is open to it. You know, because yes. that has to be hard. Oh, that cannot imagine. be easy. Right. Because, yeah. Yeah. No. It was just the cutest scene ever. It was. Hi, Uncle Lucas. Gregory, Chase, and Finn. So, Chase and Gregory show up to Finn's. And first of all, so sweet. Finn is holding... Violet's lamb or something. And it, it was a pig. And one of the stitches fell out, and so he had to stitch him up. And Gregory's like, Violet's like, she has, she has a, a, surgeon. Da- a surgeon for her dad, or a doctor for her dad. Yeah. Which, not just surgeons. My husband knows how to sew, which I thought was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. He, he used to do Civil War re- reenacting, and so he would have to sew his patches on. So he's yeah. actually sewed on Girl Scout patches, too. I'm going to bring over some stuff for him to do. <laughs> hey. Go ahead. He's mended his own pants and everything, too. That's awesome. Yeah, so he does know how to do it. But then Chase opened up a poker mm-hmm. set. And I guess Gregory had taught both boys how to play poker. And then they just started reminiscing about how they were raised differently. And Gregory kind of apologized yes. for how he raised the kids differently. because, And he says to Chase, do you remember that one time that you lost a baseball game? The one time? Right, right. In his entire childhood that he lost it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, you took me for ice cream and said that I played the best that I could and blah, 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 blah. And Finn goes, I never got ice cream if I won or lost. Yes. Gregory kind of apologized for, you know, he felt like he pushed Finn away. But, I mean, they also went through a very traumatic, right, grieving process. But then Chase went to go get root beers. While he's gone, 
Finn and Gregory talk, and Gregory's like, no, it's okay. Jackie told me why you didn't come to the wedding. And Gregory says that Jackie told him that it was because she didn't put in the effort to get to know Finn as a potential stepmother, which is true. (laughs) That is true. That is technically true. true. That is true. (laughs) She put in the effort to get him to know him in a different way. Mm -hmm. But basically, she took on some of the blame, too, and Gregory just said, you know, I didn't really think about what it was doing to you that I was moving on from your mom passing away so soon. So it was really interesting. I thought it was a sweet scene, though. I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was nice that he took, I don't know, take responsibility. I feel like you raise your kids different no matter They're different people. They're different people, and you just, you do. You have different expectations and shelter them in different ways based on what they need. So I don't know that he needed to apologize, but recognizing that difference, because I'm sure when they're sharing stories, it's like, wait a minute, I didn't get that. You got this, that kind of stuff. So it was nice. I hope he sticks around for a while. It would be too. nice to see that relationship develop more. Oh, it's going to implode, but... But for, for right now, let's keep it nice. And Violet's so cute with her grandpa. Yeah. So, I like that. Yep. And I really like that he asked if mm-hmm. it was too late to say goodnight, and Finn said, she's out for the count, and Gregory did not push it and say, it's okay, I'll just go wake her up and say goodnight. Right. I'm just going to peek so, in. I won't wake her up. Right. So, thank you. Yes. Good job for respecting parent. Parent boundaries. Yay! Gold stars all around. That's what Amanda and I have issues with. <laughs> I, I feel like all of these podcasts, you could do a little psychological deep dive and find what our issues are there. Okay. Not even a deep dive, really. I know. <laughs> Trina and Curtis. I loved that because she was rightfully mad, assuming that he knew that Taggart was still alive. And so was Portia, and Portia was kind of backing him. Yes, exactly. And... Her. um. Right. She was like, you need to be nice, Trina. But at the same time, yeah, you're totally right. I can't believe he had this information. And he was all about, I had no idea. I would not have done that to you. I would not let a child think her parent was dead if I didn't know it to be true. And she said, wow, your wife shouldn't be keeping stuff like that from you. Which, thank you, Trina, for staying the obvious that we've been saying for months now. But it was good. I'm glad they had that conversation because now she can stop hating on him as much. I think it's opening the door again like we've said a thousand times for him and Portia to hook up but yep but then when so Trina went in to pick up something from Kelly's and so this mm-hmm. all happened outside of Kelly's I felt like when Trina it's almost like she was apologizing like wow I just yelled at you but your wife lied to you right so she didn't say she was sorry for no. yelling at him and Portia stopped her and was like okay Mr. Ashford and I like that she calls him Mr. Ashford to Trina mm-hmm. she's like okay Mr. Ashford's heard enough from you now go yeah. get the stuff and while there, while Trina was gone, Curtis was implying to some way that Portia's never lied to him, which is foreshadowing yes. probably what we think that Curtis is Trina's dad. Yep. And then he's going to be like, great, I can't trust any of the women in my life. Right. And poor Trina is going to be like, you gave me this dad, then he died, but he didn't really die. And then it turns out that's not even my dad. This and the guy, guy that I hated. Who's been here for the past couple months that I could have been getting to know is actually my dad. Exactly. But I thought it was a really good scene also. I thought that it was. I I like the relationship between Portia and her mom because Portia seems to accept that Trina is not an adult, but she's not a child either. Right. So she expects her to be courteous, but at the same time, yes, she needs to express, you know, her feelings and her opinions. Well, and she's experiencing some really adult things. So she has to learn how to process them. 
in that mindset and not through being a child. Yes. You know, she has to learn. <laughs> I've never had to process someone being dead and then coming back. Right. But, you know, she's dealing with some pretty heavy stuff and it's, she is. She's doing a good job. I really like it. Anna and Valentine. So at the Metro Court, Anna and Valentine sat down. I think they were just having drinks. And this goes back to Valentine being a good girl dad. Yes, that was He walks cute. in with some presents, and she's like, I'm surprised you didn't run into Finn. He has been buying up the town for, you know, so. so and Valentine's like, yeah, that's what happens when you're a girl dad. You kind of just spoil them run. But Valentine got a quick update from Anna, and Anna said what we thought, that she perceived that there was something off about Dante, and I would hope that they could pick up on that. Come on. And about how he quickly, quote, quickly recovered after Olivia visited him. And Anna said something about, I don't know if he was really ready. And right. Valentine said, he was ready, but for what? Yeah. So they know something is up. And the number one thing that he asked for, he didn't say anything other than, would my daughter be safe around him? Right. And Anna didn't actually answer that, but she gave him the information. Yeah. So she was like, I'm not going to make the decision for you, but mm-hmm. here's what I feel is going on because he's not... And she mentioned, like, I touched him and he pulled away. Pulled away. And he wasn't there. Right. You know, and I mean, we've kind of said the same thing with my daughter and her behaviors. Like, we know when she's about to explode because there just becomes a look and she is not there. And we're just like, okay, now is the time that we just, right, you got to ride it out and then we can regroup and process through it afterwards. Yeah. But I thought it was a good scene. I thought that. Yeah, I mean, they were open and honest with what they've seen happening. They need to figure it out, though. Like, I'm tired of this, what if, what if, what if. Like, yeah, do the dive into what's going on that you need to do. But I think that's going to need more stuff with Obrex that I'm sure we'll get to in a minute for that to Probably. Yep. So, that's it. That's all that I had. Alexis, you got all kind of... Okay, I did put bullet points (laughs) under her because there was a lot. There was. So, Alexis is... In, not in jail, but in that, like, holding room at the Well, it's the new subway tiles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it has really nice chairs, too. Did you notice that? Their chairs are way nice. Yeah. First, Diane comes in, and Alexis is like, cool, can you get me out? Like, let's go. And Diane is not happy that she called her, that she needed to come there, and what's going on. And Alexis is talking to her like she's her attorney, and Diane is like, no, 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 my friend, we need to have a conversation. What are you doing driving drunk? This is absurd. And like expressed those normal friend emotions of you could have hurt she yourself. She ripped her a new one. So. I mean, she laid into her, and that's what Alexis needed. But yep. at this point, Alexis can't hear it because she knows that it was Tracy that set her up. That aside, even if Tracy had not set her up, Mm-mm. no, it dictated. But all of her past behavior is what brought Diane to the point of not being able to believe. I understand that, but Alexis isn't going to get any of that because she was set up. So she can just keep that as her wall. I was set up. I was set up. I was set up. So I don't need to listen to anything that anyone else says. So first it was Diane and she didn't listen. And then Sam came in and said, listen, we will get you out of here if you go to rehab. And Alexis at first is like, oh, you're going to let me go home with you for Christmas. No, come on. You knew that wasn't going to happen. Why did you even say it? So Sam says basically the same thing. You could have hurt somebody. You could have killed yourself, blah, blah, blah. And she doesn't hear any of that because she still has the, she knows that Tracy set her up. So Molly finally bailed her out and gives her this whole speech about behave yourself. I'm going to take you to this, not party, but family gathering. 
and you need to behave yourself because I don't want to hear it from my sisters and Diane and all of that about the fact that I got you out. And so then they get to Jordan's and, of course, there's just a tray of alcohol sitting out because why wouldn't you keep that around when you know someone who just got bailed out of jail for drunk driving is coming over? And she takes some of the vodka and there you go, starts drinking. And it's okay that they still had it there. It didn't need to be that easily accessible. Right. But it could have been absolutely back on the counter next to the sink where Jordan Jordan was cooking. Yeah, right there cutting stuff up and would have seen, oh, hey, do something else. Yep. Do something else. And then she finally goes home. Molly kicks her out when she realizes, which good job, Molly. Molly did a great. great job. She was like, I had this expectation. You didn't meet it. You need to go. You're not ruining our holiday. Yep. And so... She got a cab or whatever home, and right as she's getting ready to walk in the door, gets the alert on her phone that Julian's dead. That was a heavy week for Alexis. That was. That's a lot for her. That's a lot. But I feel like I feel like Julian's death may be what breaks through to her. All those people yelling at her, no, it didn't mean anything. Or it's going to be what takes her down even more. That could be. It's really hard for me to watch. I'm sure it because is. Because yeah. that is a very, very, very real. And I've seen, and you've said it too, and like other people say it on social media, like they're so tired of this. But that's addiction. Like, people can do well for a really long time, and then they just spiral back into it. And I liked this week because it showed more of the different steps of her life. I'm fine with if we need to do an alcoholic storyline that's a part of real life for way too many people. It's when they only show that one sliver. If you're an alcoholic, you are not. If you're a functioning alcoholic who is maintaining a household and a job, which Alexis was up until recently, and carrying on family relations, you are not spending 24-7 in a bar, falling off your bar right. stool. You're going to work, and maybe there is some gin in your flask or whatever, but you're still doing, I mean, my dad was 100% functioning alcoholic. He had a very good job, made a ton of money, went to work. Monday through Friday was up at work before I was ever awake, and then stopped at the bar every night on the way home. Because so he wasn't drinking during that, work? Not that I know of. I'm pretty sure. I got a call from my dad's not. boss once. Oh, okay. To come get him. Oh, Because he okay. was, yeah. No, I'm pretty he sure. He went to lunch and came back. So, yeah. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they sneak it. No, I think sometimes they definitely sneak it, but you're usually not visibly drunk because you have such right. a high tolerance. Right, right. You're not visibly drunk throughout the day. Yeah. It's the end of the day, the evening time, whatever. So, I was tired of just seeing all Alexis does is sit at the bar and drink or sit in her right. house and drink. No, she would be Christmas shopping about, for the grandkids. Right. She would be going to the post office. I wanted to see those kind of activities. And this week did kind of show you that. Okay, she went to the party. Right. Okay, now it's becoming an issue And again. she's putting it in the coffee mug, not in a rocks glass. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So she was, yeah. It I did developed like that. the story more and, and I feel like is more realistic than... I don't know anyone who has the time and money to just sit in a bar 24-7. <laughs> There's just no way. Maybe she had really good savings. Maybe. She was an attorney. She was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. No, but and it's... I think that's part of the problem is she has too much time on her hands, which is going to play into the wallowing that's going to happen over Julian. So yep. it may... Well, Ned pointed that out because he said, you know, the death of Neil Burns is yes. what started this. Right. So it's not what started it. It was her trigger, trigger. for this... To not care anymore. Yeah. So. Yep. It's hard. I wish I could say that I don't understand it. That's my singing. This is very nice. That's my theme song for this <laughs> It's week. a good song. So from that, we're going to go to Christmas at GH. <laughs> 
So it was actually really sweet. I wish that they at least had had Santa zooming. Yeah. With the pediatric kids. Um, but Kevin, I guess, had assumed the role of Santa this year. Right. We see him walk out. Laura took the Santa hat off his hat or something. And she was like, oh, that was so sweet that you were Santa for the pediatric ward. I'm assuming that he read The Night Before Christmas and everything right. in the spirit of Steve Hardy and Alan. And Monica has done it since yes. Alan passed. Mm-hmm. So I guess Kevin took over this year. And then Martin comes walking in. With all these packages, and he brought them for the geriatric ward. Yep. Is that the correct phrase, geriatric ward? Is that what he said? Yeah. Okay. Because they're often overlooked. Yes. And he's like, you know, I just get them little trinkets and things. He's like, but they like having someone just care about them. Exactly. So I thought that that was just really sweet. I like how they're changing his character a little bit. They're keeping some of his shadiness. Right. But they're developing him more. Yes. So. Which we've been whining about for months now that right. he needs a real storyline. Yes. Well, they're giving it to him, so. Finally. Yeah. He's too good of an actor to just have him popping in here and there. Cyrus with his mom and Laura. I mean, I hate Cyrus because I have to, but that was a little heartbreaking with him and his mom. I feel bad for him. Like, start crying. I'm not going to. <laughs> Basically begging his mom to love him, care about him, forgive him, and, you know, acknowledge him. Because she just kind of looked at him, you're a stranger, you killed my husband, I don't I don't want to talk to you, I don't know you. And he tried to say, I did this, I did that, and she didn't want to hear it. So, which, I mean, I feel like that's understandable, given all the other stuff that he went into. Because then he kind of got angry and was like, here I am carrying $100 bills like they're singles and blah, blah, blah. As a mom, you don't care about that stuff. That's not what makes you a good person. Tell me that right. you, you know, are saving sick kids or volunteering with other countries but or something. But he offered to buy her that watch or a bracelet because she always talked about mm-hmm. so-and-so's. It was either a watch or a bracelet. Right. So maybe money had been important to her before. And so that's where... He is definitely harboring some major mommy issues. (laughs) Yeah. But it was hard to watch him this week. It was. he just wants his mom to love him. Yeah. And he's going about it the entirely wrong way, but it was. It was sad to see him, like I said, basically pleading with her to love him. And then Laura pulled him outside of the room and was like, don't ask her for something she can't give you. Yep. Which I thought was, like, the quote of the week there. Because sometimes you just can't. You can't forgive people for things. It doesn't matter if you want to or not. I'm sure the mom would like to move past it, but... You can forgive while maintaining boundaries, too. True. Yeah. So... And then he said something about how one day you'll see me as the world sees me. I don't think he realizes how the world sees him. Right. Right. But he just needs to realize that the Beatles were right and money can't buy you love. <laughs> Thank you for that. And then he got snippy with Laura, too. Yeah. She, she again, kind of called him out on everything. And he, I don't know, said about all the power that he has. And I can't remember, like, an exact quote that he said to her. But And then Martin came out and was like, she don't said, talk to our sister like that. Yes. He said something about how he's been buying up. Oh, the place that she loves or yes. something like that. Because she, she basically God. said money doesn't buy happiness. And he yeah. was like, oh, but it can buy your town and it can right. buy this. And I'm buying it piece by piece. Like I'm yeah. buying everything piece by piece. Right. Oh, I can't remember exactly everything, but yes. 
Yeah. And she was like, we you don't have everything or something along those lines. But yeah, Martin then came out and was like, don't talk to our sister like that. I think that he and Laura are going to have a really good relationship. Yeah. Martin and Laura. Right. And she said that she almost, she's like, I saw who you used to be. She's like, and I almost feel bad for you, except for all these decisions that you have made. Right. Since. So you watched The Year Without a Santa Claus. Yes. Do you now understand what I was talking about with? I do. I do. But it's Miser and Snow Miser and Mother Nature last week. Okay. I do. So I had mentioned last week that I had no idea what Shannon was talking about. You also said the Miser Brothers, like it was like everyone in the world just knows the Miser Brothers. Yeah. I don't think that that's true. And to prove my point, so I watched it. Shannon was very nice and Amazoned me over a whole collection of Christmas movies. And that was on it so that I could watch and Madeline and I did. But as I was watching it, I was like, okay, I do vaguely, I have seen that movie at some point in my life. It's not like a yearly sit down, have to watch, whatever. But I have seen it. But I mentioned it to my sister. You cannot mention it to people in your own family who were deprived the same way that you were, Amanda. But that she's, is, that's but not she's valid. older. But that's not valid. She's older. It's not valid. No, she's it's older. Not valid. She has a whole Your sister and brother do not count. Nope. They do, because they have a whole nope. different frame of reference nope. than I do, because they did nope. see things I didn't see. They don't see. count. And she had no idea. And they her husband, count. who's also in a different family then, didn't know either. Like, it was the same way. Well, you need to pass that along, and I'm so, so sorry that you guys were so deprived. And then Emily said something about it, like, she knew, and I was like, oh, you know this, because their dad does watch, like, Christmas movies all year long, pretty much. And she was like, oh, no, there's some TikTok with the song on it. And I was like, okay, that doesn't count. You no, that does not say count. That you know from TikTok. Your sister and brother do not count, but your brother-in-law can. My brother-in-law counts. But then it was funny because my sister said they had just had a conversation about it because one of their son's friends had mentioned watching the movie. So therefore. Like in love with it. And I was like, is your friend related to Shannon? Because apparently they all have to watch this movie all the time. So they, I guess they equal each other out. So I'm still back at zero. But I think more people know it than you realize. Okay. I would say like 99%. I'm not of even saying that a bunch of people don't know it. I'm saying to throw the term. The Miser Brothers out there, like, everyone knows that, and that's where their brain goes, is not exactly fair. I do. <laughs> okay. You can have that one. Go ahead. It's like saying life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Most people know that's Forrest Gump. Most people do know that that's Forrest We're to Gump. infinity and beyond. Yes. Hi, we're just going to keep doing Tom Hanks <laughs> films. Yes. And Tom Hanks is not in The Earth Out of Santa Claus, so I don't know where that came from. It was just the first thing that came to mind with what's a popular phrase that people... Okay. But those are phrases. Those are like catchphrases. The Miser Brothers. But they also have their own movie. Okay. All right. We're not going to get stuck in this. <laughs> okay. Shannon can Am be I right, next? even though she's wrong. I'm not wrong. Yeah, because I, I did... so right I, on That's one. how we got onto this, because I did Cyrus and yes. his siblings. Molly and TJ. Basically, she's so going to tell him about Brando. Yep. That was pretty much it. Yeah. Because she sees, I think she said that she sees what the lies, because Curtis was not coming home. Right. And Jordan said it's because of me. Yeah. So, yay, Jordan, for finally taking responsibility for something. Yes. So Molly was like, I, I got to tell you something. I didn't like how Molly was pouring herself a drink, though, and TJ said, pour me one. And she was like, oh, you can just take mine, kind of like. She was hesitating because of her mom's issues because just because your parents have those issues doesn't mean that like you do. you do have to be mindful. Like, you do. You have to be mindful, but it was one glass. I don't think that she needed That's to true. not. Because it was fresh in her mind. Maybe. Like, 
okay, you know what? Maybe I just don't want it. True. She could have changed her mind. But it just, it felt like they were trying to put that on her, too. And we don't see them at the bar every night. It's not like she's right. failing classes because she's spending two late nights out of the bar or whatever. Right. Like, she's a responsible break. kid. She can have, yeah. she's older. It would have been different if she had then gotten drunk over getting upset about her mom being drunk. Exactly. Yes. Right. Yeah. I think it would have done more to show that she could still responsibly have a drink with Christmas dinner and be mm-hmm. fine than right. she had to pass it off to TJ. But yeah, I can't wait for her to tell him about Brando. That's going to be interesting. Carly and Jason. Well, that's like a lot there. So Jason comes home and Carly assumes that it's Sunny and then turns around and sees that it isn't and asks where Sunny is. They go and look for Sunny's body and don't find it. Or Sunny, I guess not his body because they don't want him to be dead. But look for Sunny and can't find him. And then come home and act like everything's fine because it's Christmas and all the kids are there doing their Christmas stuff. So... I don't know. I mean, I totally get you don't ruin Christmas because there's nothing that could have been done to change it. But Carly did a really good job of, oh, he's away. He'll be back. Right. Everything's fine. I don't think I could have kept it together. You know, I know she did. suspicious. Like, wait, Sonny is gone, but Jason's here? Right. Right. Like, mm, that doesn't make sense. sense. Right. And she did walk out and take that moment to cry and be upset. But in front of the kids, she did a really good job. She did. I don't like that they're doing this because what we should be watching right now is Sonny processing the first Christmas without his dad. Yeah. That's what we should be. I agree. Dealing with. The only thing that drove me crazy was, so Jason comes, tells Carly, then they leave and Carly's like, how long, or Jason's saying something about how the water's not survivable. Way to go, Jason. Yeah. Just tell your friend, oh yeah, there's no way that Sonny's alive. Right. You know? Maybe, I, and then she's like, well, how long? And he's like, a half hour to an hour. And she's like, for Sonny? He's like, an hour. Okay. How long would it take him to drive from New Jersey to Port Charles, tell her all about it in the, right, in the living room? Then they drive there, and they had already been walking around for quite some time. By the, they, I'm pretty sure that hour had been up. Yes. So. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, I just, I don't like this is what we're doing with Sonny right now. It's It doesn't make sense. No. And the first holiday without a loved one is difficult. We should be watching that. They put way too much time into. Yep. Although it was really cute because Jocelyn was hanging up stringed cranberries. And Jax was there. Mm -hmm. And that was nice. That was nice. Except for that makes me fearful that they're going to try to. They better not. Keep Sunny gone for too long and either start something with Jax again or try to start that whole with Jason business because him and Sam aren't together. and. None of no. those are acceptable. So no. they better not be going that route. Sasha and Brando. They were cute. They were so cute. So basically, Brando was checking up on Sasha again. Was she in the hospital and he came out? She came out of a room or something and she was like, are you stalking me? And then she was walking through the park. Right. And that's when she was like, stop following me. And he's like, I wasn't. I was just walking home or whatever. Yeah. And so he bought her hot chocolate, and they sat there, and they talked a little bit about their pasts, and then they both got up to walk away, and <gasps> there's Mistletoe, and she kissed him on the cheek. So cute. I think they're totally getting together, and I would like it. Yes. And it would give them both something to do instead of just being these side piece characters where they have no real storyline yeah. of their own. And I think that hearing about how he's overcome his own stuff will definitely help her. Help her. Yeah. yeah. Like they're it. cute. They were cute. Mm-hmm. Dante and Carly. Oh, 
think I took any notes on that. He showed up with the Christmas presents and mm-hmm. talked about the whole how they got the house, even though they shouldn't have got the house. And she played dumb at first. And then she was like, okay, yeah, your dad did pay for that. Here's the thing, though. He's a detective. Would he not have noticed at closing that the numbers did not match up? Because they go line for line. So, like, the seller would have had to lower the sales price. But what he said was... That they that, paid the difference. Yeah. Right. He said that he noticed something that... He didn't say it's, as specific as you are, but you're more Phil doesn't because work that way. You're into real estate. Anyone else but is like he's still okay. There was an extra down payment somewhere. I don't know, but you didn't make that. You don't know about. That's not how that works. But he said they didn't question. They knew that Sunny helped, and they weren't questioning it because that's just Sunny's generous. So would you really get down to that point? No, I think you just take it. You're looking too far. So weird. It. If someone wants to pay. A huge down payment on a house for me. I will just take it and say thank you and not make a big Except deal about it. you have to prove where gift money comes from. That's the thing. Okay. Where is Lucy Cup? Okay. But also, Lucy wouldn't ask for whatever proof needs to be done there. Shannon she would. has to. So we're going to use Lucy for whoever wants to buy me a house and not you because she'll just let that extra money fly in there and, and then work it all out. all out. kinds of legal <laughs> trouble happens. But he also finally met Donna. Yes, which was cute. And that's yes. where she had the whole conversation about Sonny puts them to bed and reads the Grinch and he doesn't do the voices right. Yeah. And that was cute. Now so. I want to hear Sonny's Grinch voice. Yeah. But there wasn't, I mean, other than the talking about how great Sonny was, which again is just part of now Sonny's missing, so we all have to walk around and talk about how great Sonny was. There wasn't much to that yeah. storyline. Are you okay with I could have sworn that I wrote <laughs> two more down. We'll just go through them after this one. Okay. Julian. And then Sam and Lucas. So Julian's dead. His body washed up. He is and dead. That was like anticlimactic, though. They brought the body bag they to the side of the shore. Makeup, yes. Unzipped it. They were like, yeah, there's some gunshot wounds. I think it's that guy that was fleeing, whatever. And then they pulled out the ID, which he had dog tags on, and they didn't look at those. They pulled his wallet out, which I guess is more official, but I feel like your first reaction would have been to look at the dog tags. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I would have just grabbed him to look at them and then verified, okay, we need, like, a picture, get his right. license. Maybe you're not allowed to do it that way. I'm not a cop. But, um, yeah, they said that it was Julian, so that was when Jason overheard it to know that Julian was found, but Sonny was not. And he just laid there and was dead. And then you saw Sam find out, and she questioned Jason on, did you kill him, but did it, good job, not in front of the kids. <laughs> yeah. Star for her. Sometimes she asks things she shouldn't be asking in front of people. And then they had the whole conversation about they didn't but feel didn't what they wanted to feel. But he didn't tell her that Sonny's missing. No. So Jason didn't tell her that Sonny's missing. But then Sam found out about Julian at the police station right as Alexis yes. decided that she didn't want to go to rehab. Sam walks out and Chase is like, I just talked to the... Landview. Whatever. He didn't say Landview, did he? Pretty sure I thought it was Suckus something New Jersey. Oh. It's not Saskatchewan because that's Canada. Sakakis. I don't know what he said. Sakakis, they, Sakakis, maybe? Something like that? I don't know. Sakakis. Yeah, it wasn't Landview. I wanted it to be Landview. That would be fun. But no. No. I don't know. It's whatever Whatever the, did the S-City people call you? Syracuse? No, that's New York. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> We're getting caught in something. It doesn't matter. Anyway, anyway police called. Yes. Police called. Chase told her they pulled a body out of the river. They think that it's Julian. So then she had to go identify the body. And then she and Lucas talked about the passing of their dad, you know, and about how it's a shame that he was never to them who he wanted to be. Right. And that was so nice they acknowledged. That they acknowledged. Yeah. 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 But that they both didn't feel what they thought they were going to 
feel. Like, yeah. they weren't sad, but they weren't happy either. That and has to be weird. Kind of, yeah? Yeah. So, Julian's dead. Which makes me sad, because they should have just not found a body, and then there would have been the opening for him to come back eventually. And they showed the body. Yeah. Right. No, it's, he's dead dead, but that sucks. It does. Unless he has a twin somewhere that happened to have died in the same manner that we thought he was going to die. No. <laughs> So the other two things that I thought that I had written down was Franco leaving the clinic. Mm. So Franco decided to leave the clinic, but as he's leaving, like Scotty and Dr. Obrecht are talking and then the police show up and are like, hey, Dr. Clicky Ben's dead. Yep. Found him in an alley, stabbed. You were the last one to see him. And Obrecht's like, I called him last night. He was upset about his personal life, blah, 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 but we don't know anything about it. Right. And then she's coming back to Port Charles. Yeah, that's going to be. To apparently be Dante's new handler. Difficult. How's she going to do that? I don't know. I don't know either. Where she's hiding. She's going to walk Maybe around she and click the pen. hang out at Kate's house with Taggart, hiding, not hiding. Exactly. And see where it works. And then Jackie's back. And Robert yes. pulled her in on. I don't want them to have a relationship. He's like, you can be my plus one to the wedding. No. Yeah. No. I don't like them together. We don't always have to hook up with our old loves when they come back around. No. You have the option. You're their exes for a reason. Yes. I really wish that they would remember that Finn was married, though. Yeah. They They're... only use that with their convenience. It's brought up like once every ten storylines, but not in the ones that matter. Did right. you see Roxy had a stocking? No! <laughs> yes. Their stocking says, one of their stockings say Roxy. Do your pets have Stockings. No. no, I'm not a good pet parent. They did not have stockings. They did not get presents. They did not, whatever. Ours do. It's very difficult to find things for turtles. Oh, Typically she gets, my God. but she has her own, she has her own stocking and she has, here, we can just go right into reality check. The reality check is Shannon's crazy. Go ahead. No, so my cat has a stocking and she got a catnip toy and extra catnip she got a little lamb chops which now i've been singing lamb chops play along oh yeah like all weekend not the song that doesn't end i've been singing the opening song okay so well that's good because we'd have a problem recording if you were singing the song that doesn't end yes <laughs> it just goes on and on my friend <laughs> and then so the turtle it's difficult so we just get her like dried shrimp and for treats <laughs> oh my god you're such a dork and, but she gets dried shrimp anyway but we just get her a new bottle and typically like just something to decorate her uh tank with wow last year she got a baby group bubbler wow yep wow okay but other than that i had a (laughs) that's what the pets got (laughs) and we just had a really good christmas i mean it was just a it was a weird week you know it was was, but i like it when the holidays are at the end of the week yes because then even though everyone's been home you still feel like you get the extended weekend right this week the kids are off of school my husband's off of work and I don't have anything on the calendar. So, see that? That's going to be So, nice. if someone wants to buy a house, then Shannon will be busy. Yes. But nothing is on the calendar right now. I have things. I do know that there's going to be a couple things that pop up. But, yeah. I really wrapped up a lot before Christmas. So, that'd be nice. Do you have fun New Year's plans? Uh, no. We'll just be yeah. getting Chinese food. And so, the past couple years, my husband and I have picked movie series. Yes. To watch. I remember you mentioning that. Because the first one was, I watched all the Lethal Weapon movies, and I had never seen them before. They were good. And then... There was a movie Shannon had never seen before? There's a lot of movies Shannon hasn't seen. And then the next year I got to pick, and then I think last year he picked Die Hard. Was last year Die Hard? I think it was. Okay. Because I think we talked about it. So I get to pick this year. Mm. Yes! I don't know what I'm going to pick I was going to say, apparently you don't know, since you just figured out it's your turn. Yep. 
I don't know. So I will have to, if you have a suggestion of a movie series that my husband and I should watch, we, but we have the kids this year too for um, New Year's So like teen friendly, not. Maybe we'll just watch Star Wars because all of us. And I got a lot of Mandalorian baby Yoda Grogu stuff. I got a blanket for my son and a pillow for my husband and a t-shirt that says protect, attack, snack. That's cute. You're lucky that you didn't end up with duplicates since they didn't do their shopping together. Well, and that's the thing. Neither one of them knew that yeah. that's what they got. And my son bought me. So my son is obsessed with Japanese comics. They're, it's either called manga or manga or manja, something like that. Okay. He found a Princess Leia one. Aww. And so he bought it for me. And I was like, oh, thank you. That's so cute. Because he knows how much I love Carrie Fisher and Princess Leia and everything. So Aww. He's such a good kid. He is a good kid. Very lucky. And my daughter bought me a beautiful bracelet from, it's a Disney bracelet. And that was says, really pretty. And it says, you're my Ohana. Aw. Which means family. Yeah. So it was from Lilo and, and Stitch. Stitch. I know that one well. Yep. So I think that this, and the family got a cricket. So cricket maker, I'm going to be making lots of stuff. I can't wait to see everything. You should not have told oh, me that. and my son, or my husband bought me, and it's, it's a kid's packet. But it's Baby Yoda painting pages. Oh, that's Because he's like, you've been painting a lot lately, like doing color by number and stuff lately. And he's like, I know it says three plus. I was like, I don't <laughs> care. I'll sit there and paint them. That's cute. So that's it. Yay. What about you? It was a good Christmas. It was different. So we got snow when or Thursday into Friday. And so Matt had to work from home. And then he did not get to come and spend Christmas morning oh, with us. Oh, I'm sorry. So this is the first Christmas that it was just me and the girls. So that was kind of. Uh, but they were happy. The big girls got LED lights from Santa, which is what they wanted. So now their lights are, or their rooms are obnoxious and they're the same brand so they can control each other's. So now it's constant. Quit turning mine blue. I want the red. I'm like, oh, geez. Um, and Madeline got this pixie flyer thing that you put, like, it hovers over your hand and it flies, but it's like a drunk pixie. It keeps slamming it to the wall. Okay. And the tree and whatever. I have a video. I'll have to show you. It's pretty funny. But she was super ecstatic and I don't know. They got a ton of crap at their dad's house and are super happy and then a bunch of crap at my house and we're super happy and then we went to my mom's and got more crap there <laughs> and yep. I don't know. Just normal. Normal Christmas. It was nice. It was. It felt more low-key this year. Like, I yeah. didn't stress. I stressed about having good things for them, but not as much about the money stuff and whatever. And, like, I was not running out Christmas Eve buying a bunch of last-minute stuff right. to make their piles bigger. It was, like, everything you got, you got for a reason. I hope you like it. It was more of the personalized stuff yeah. instead of just stuff. So I liked that. And then this will be the first New Year's that I've ever had without them, too. So... Well, it stinks that I have the kids, or else I'd say, come on over. Yeah, normally. Well, you're welcome to still come over. Well, thank like, you. Thank but, you. I don't think I can do Star Wars, but thank you. Um, you don't want to do nine Star Wars I, episodes? I don't think I can. It's Plus Rogue One? As nice as that <gasps> sounds. The Mandalorian had its finale last week, too, for season two. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I won't. Watch. I was not emotionally prepared for it. Oh, my gosh. Won't be watching that either yeah so i don't i don't know what i'm gonna do yet i've never normally we just have it's not really a party but the kids think it's a party because they get to stay up and i buy mm-hmm. like the kids wine and a bunch of food and my niece is there and matt was usually there like he had come last year and <clears throat> i don't know we usually have like 10 people or whatever but this year their dad asked for them and i knew i wasn't having a party anyway because of covid so 
they didn't care one way or the other. I thought, okay, let them go. Let them go. So we'll see. But now I'm just enjoying, like, the downtime after Christmas. Like, yesterday yeah. we didn't go anywhere. We just stayed at home and played with the toys. Madeline and I watched the new Wonder Woman, which was good. It was a little was long it? for her. Okay. It's a little long for her because she's, like, it's a grown-up movie, but she loves Wonder Woman. Right. So, and it has a good moral to the story, so you should definitely watch it. I have not, like, I don't do all of those movies, so I can't compare it from one to the other, but in its own bubble, it was a good So movie. you don't even have to have seen. Right. Okay. Nope. Nope, you can just see that one episode or one movie and you are good. And then we also watched that new movie, Soul, that's on Disney+. Plus. I've heard about it. I've that was, Is it a tearjerker? It wasn't a tearjerker, but it really makes you think, like, wow, okay. There's, yeah. I don't know. Re-examine life from a Disney movie, not expecting that. So it was cute. Are you serious? I've re-examined my life plenty from Disney movies. No, this one really, like. It really. You can't not. Okay. So, so Madeline and I. Watched it. Maybe we we'll liked watch it. That tonight. The big girls. I tried to make watch it because we had ironically just had a whole conversation about what is and isn't sin and kind of things like that. And so I was like, "Oh, this is you a, had a great movie. Christmas." Yeah, talking exactly. about sin. Yes, <laughs> it was yesterday's dinner conversation. I don't know why, but anyway. So I was like, "Let's sit down and watch this." And then they both fell asleep because they haven't been on their normal sleep schedules because of the holiday. And yeah. I was like, "Man!" But Madeline and I liked it, so. There you go. Those my movie recommendations if you're all snuggled at home by yourself yeah. for the next couple of days. And also, make sure to watch A California Christmas, which we will be discussing on Thursday's yeah. Poor Charles 411. Look at that. We are the go-to movie people. Yep. So have a good week. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. 